1: and it is time for another edition of Mixed Shots on a Thursday here inside the SWBC Podcast Studio at Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. Bill Jones with Mickey Spagnola wearing his cowboy blue today. That's royal blue. It's kind of Kansas City royal, it school, is. isn't it? <laughs> and Everson Walls joins us. Hello, Everson.
2: Hello, Bill. How are you doing, sir? Doing very
1: well, thank you. And uh, ever since we
2: missed you yesterday. What did I, what did I miss yeah, while we, I was gone?
1: Yeah, we, we had a few things <laughs> to talk about yesterday. We've got more of the same and then some to talk about today to set the scene here. Mickey just came from the practice field where uh, he was listening to some of the interviews, post-practice interviews that
0: are going on right now. Amari, right, Amari Cooper. Okay. We need a wireless, a wireless mic. Yeah, so Go, you out, go there out there and just and put it down on the little stand and listen to what Dak has to say here <laughs> and wherever, whenever he shows up. So
1: Dak's about to talk to the media? He was supposed to. This is his okay. day.
0: I don't know what time, if he comes right away or if he showers first. Uh, so he's usually the last guy.
2: Okay. All right. So um, we. So uh, what have you heard so far from anybody? Has anyone had any – what does the coach say? What's Coach McCarthy talking about? Did he – Explain himself. Did he talk about the uh, untimeliness of this release? I mean, what what was or what might was have going been, on in his head, or
0: or it might have been very timely. By the way,
1: uh, might have been. Yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Well, bring us up to speed, mm-hmm. Mickey. Well, what can you? Well, and we should point out that what has happened, as many of you probably know by now, uh, what has happened since we last convened yesterday is that. Jalen Smith apparently has found a new
0: NFL home very quickly, right, Mickey? Yes, he has. Uh, looks like he's agreed to a one-year deal with the Green Bay Packers, and I would imagine from a financial standpoint, it doesn't have to be for all that much since uh, the Cowboys have to honor his $7.2 million base salary, so... Uh, I would imagine it's the veteran minimum. since it happened so fast, it mm-hmm. didn't have to be much of a negotiation, right? Especially the veteran minimum for now just, uh, what, 13 games. You don't have to pay for the whole season, too, yep. by the way. So, yeah, uh, so that took place. And, uh, you know, Mike McCarthy today did not want to talk anything uh, more about it. Um, you know, and I'm sure they were just like, yeah, whatever, you know, good good for him. He was able to find a job or whatever. Uh, so he was pretty mum on that. Yesterday, Everson said, uh, I mean, Everson, he said that there were multiple factors on why they uh, allowed uh, decided to release uh, uh, Jalen Smith. And he didn't want to get into the factors, so that left it. Uh, fair game for us to fill in the factors the best
2: we thought we could. Well, let's right? go. Let's let's go. Let's <laughs> let's just throw stuff up in the air and throw it up against the wall and let's see what sticks. How about it? Let's go. Let's uh, start right well,
0: now. Well, we we did it yesterday, <laughs> and uh, and you should have been listening, by the way. Uh, he was in transit. I know. All well, that you know there's a thing called <laughs> there's a thing called recordings by the way. <laughs> <laughs> right,
2: so true. Yeah. So, so and true. I there's don't a think thing called cowboys.com. Yes. Media, click on media and go to mix shots. You're so right. There man. you go. But I think that, you know,
0: the, the the you know, quick review of it was number 1, uh I think play on the field. Uh, number 2, uh they wanted to restructure his contract especially next year where he had a injury a guarantee for 9.2 million against injury mm-hmm. meaning if he got injured right. at any point this year they would and it carried over and he wasn't good to go by the 5th day of the league year he was guaranteed that base salary and i think that's what they wanted to restructure and not take that chance and i think he denied and um, you know, one thing I, I think we've learned when it comes down to uh, dollars and cents with the Joneses, um, that's a pretty big deal. Uh, and then I, I think the other thing they looked at is, you know, with Keanu Neal coming back uh, and probably Micah Parsons playing more linebacker, you know, the way he was playing and how they were using him, he was going to be linebacker four uh, behind Leighton Vanderish.
1: So and in some people's mind, they might have wound up being linebacker linebacker five behind Jabril Cox too.
0: Right, and and, and, and then <laughs> I the other just say linebacker <laughs> six behind
1: Luke Gifford. And too. then the other
0: thing, the other thing, <laughs> Everson, that I think they they were looking at, it, and Mike kept saying big picture. Well, the big picture is they've got about a half dozen guys that'll be returning, or they want to return this fifty three man roster, uh, and there's going to be some roster shaving to make room for those guys. Uh, So, uh, you know, if you're not, you know, playing or starting and you're not doing much special teams, you might be the one to eventually go anyway. Uh, So I think they just made the decision after a personnel meeting uh, on Tuesday that, uh, you know what, it was time to move on.
2: You know, when you look at uh, all the the breadcrumbs that were left by the organization, Cowboys organization, I think – We kind of saw this coming, but maybe not in this timely fashion. Um, The draft itself, we drafted how many linebackers, guys? I mean, that should have let all the starting linebackers, those that are here, know, hey, we have some young talent here that is not only good, but they are multi-talented. You've got, you know, we, we talked about having these uh, uh, hybrid type of players. You see a Jabril Cox, for some reason, that's the first person I thought about uh, when, they, when I, I heard they let go of Jalen. And so, along with uh, some of the video that was sent to me by some secret spy <laughs> that just really ex- exhibited just how in, in, incompetent at times that Jalen Smith was. And they were, it was glaring incompetence. It wasn't just uh, a, a make a mistake here and there amongst making great plays. You saw more mistakes than you saw plays made. And that's not a thing that you want from a player that you have already paid this uh, super contract. And I have to say, guys, did we sign him to too much too soon? I know, Spags, you're going to talk about what the market dictates and, and you know, what someone else could have swo- swooped him up. And they saw him on the uptick as opposed to we seeing him, we're seeing him now on the downtick. You're going to say that that's what the market bared. But uh, even when they signed him, I was very surprised that it was for so much for, and so soon.
0: Well, he had the one good year. And I think they said, "Okay, it would be behoove us to sign him early, and probably for a lesser amount than if they waited another year or two, when he really, uh, you know, continued on that on that track." Uh, unfortunately, that didn't happen. Uh, and uh, the other thing that, as we pointed out yesterday, you know, everybody talks about his base salary this year, what they don't have to pay next year. But they forget to point out that there's going to be $6.8 million in dead money going into the cap uh, that the Cowboys have to account right. to for next year. Uh, and then the other thing, and, and Everson, you probably can give us a kind of a, a, you know, a different view on this than we might have. You know, I I heard the talk today about how surprised all the players were and how this was going to affect the locker room and, you know, what's going to happen in practice without the team one of the team leaders there. And my point was is I I don't think it's going to affect it one bit. And if anybody watched the part of practice that we watched yesterday, I mean, today, there was no one out there mourning, okay? They were having a very spirited... uh, Practice high energy. uh, And and so. So, wait, are you you saying
2: ding dong, the witch is dead? No, 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 no. No, 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 no.
0: I'm not not saying that. I'm just saying, I think from a player standpoint, I got to worry about myself, right? I got to make sure that I go out there and practice well. And next guy up's got to go out and say, okay, I got an opportunity. You can't sit there and go, oh, what are they doing? Uh, My good buddy Jalen's gone. I just don't think that happens in this transient business uh, that is the NFL,
2: especially now, right, in free agency. Uh, So I don't know if you – Well, you got a lot of young guys out there that pretty much understand that where where this opportunity leads them. Uh, They might look at this as, okay, guys, this is just the process. This is not a warning shot to players who aren't playing well. This is uh, the team committing – to going forward with the best they can go forward with. I mean, uh, I don't know how broken up the locker room can be. Uh, you and I, Spags, have always joked about Eugene Lockhart and how I always tried to give him some props on making all the tackles that he made. And, and you know, Jalen was always the perfect example of that. You can make those tackles, but with their 10, 15 yards down the field after you've chased them down because you hit the wrong gap, you know, your hustle is, is admirable, but you're, you, get a, you get a minus on that play because he still got away from you. He still came through your hole. So that happened a lot with Jalen, and it continued throughout this season. Uh, we're still giving up a lot of points. Uh, we're, we're still decent against the run, but we could be even better when you take a look at some of the glaring mistakes that, that Jalen. I'm not putting it all on Jalen. Trust me, I'm not doing that. But what they have not seen is not just they haven't seen an improvement from him. They've seen a decline from not just his his play, but it seems like his athletic ability.
0: Yeah, no, and I think you're right. And you know the the guys were asked about it yesterday, and you know everybody kind of you know said the the right thing and. Um, but I thought I thought what Leighton Vander talked about more so than his ability or lack of ability. Or he, he, Leighton came down on people, kind of making fun of him uh, on social media, uh, on the fact that yeah, it's about time they got rid of him. Da da da. And I just want you to listen to what uh, Leighton had to say uh, about. You know, guys getting cut, guys losing their jobs. And and he turned it more into, hey, this is what happens to people in our league.
3: What bugs me most about it is when people that are on the outside, fans, whatever it may be, they want to say, oh, like... Someone deserves this or someone deserves that everything they don't realize that this is literally like our livelihoods We literally could get up and traded the next morning like the next day. We could be in 50 different freaking states So people need to realize that people need to realize that what they're saying is literally just like Nonsense and I think that's a big problem in the world today And then you'd cut that out because I mean we're literally talking about like we don't go talking about someone else's job So why are they talking about our jobs? It's super frustrating. It's annoying. Uh, I think it's classless I got a lot of strong words for it because I know a lot of guys around the league deal with it. We got families. We might be in one area. You got dudes that have been playing for a team for eight years. They get traded. They got family. They got kids that have been there for that long. Think about that before you say something like, oh, this guy deserves this or this guy deserves that. We don't go saying, oh, we aren't in your business. Like, how much are you guys are getting paid or or what's your boss saying or this and that and about anybody else's jobs, we aren't doing that. This is our livelihood, this is our job. We get traded tomorrow, we get cut tomorrow. So people need to realize what they're saying on social media because I think it's ridiculous. So there
0: you go.
2: Kind of a different point of view no, on, on this I type like of that. stuff.
3: I like that,
2: yeah. I like that because of course, you know, I've gone through it uh, and heck, you can look at a lot of different occupations, I mean, even you guys, man, when you're talking about the media, uh, hell, Bill, how many jobs have you had? About 25, 80, <laughs> and not all by his own choice, dude. Uh-huh. That's right. Right, that's my that's my point. <laughs> so, you know, I, I've gone through it myself, Spags. You you've been from yeah. hell to hot water. You know, all all yeah, you've, heard, south. you've heard you've uh, heard how people
1: talk again. about Mickey. I mean, the people he works with over at those radio stations, what
2: they say about Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, I, and and I, I do like the angle that uh, Van Esch, I don't mean to call it an angle, but uh, he's right. You know, stuff happens, man. We are aware of that, and I think what he's saying is, okay, stuff does happen, but have a little bit more empathy. Right. I think that's what he's saying. And, and let, let, let me say this, guys, and I know I sound like an old fool, but you just cannot let social media determine... Your outlook on anything, especially Amen. if it's coming from a negative standpoint. Uh, I see athletes now reading social media, reading these comments from people they have never met, the people that don't even know them, and it affects them, and, and it deals with their mental capacity in some way, in a negative way. We kind of had that going, Spags, uh, before you got there. I always tell people this whole Internet thing and, and and people in the locker room thing going crazy and media just being a little underhanded, that started to me in the 1980s with Gary Myers. <laughs> uh, it was Jim Dent, uh, uh, Skip right, Skip Bayless. The locker room became uh, under siege with uh, with with spies and snitches and things of that nature. Uh, Jim, Dent hiding around the, the corner of the locker room, trying to uh, peek in on on players' conversations, private conversations. Jerry Orr. And all of a sudden, this this whole thing. <laughs> oh man, Jim, <laughs> I mean, what about the guy Hernandez? On it was on channel 33. It just it was uh, it became this. You remember? You remember? That, that got crazy so now here we are you know the Jerry these guys come up Jimmy comes up everything just so blown out everything becomes a circus now and we were still that was our internet then that was our social media stuff going on at that time we were still somehow able to block that stuff out because first of all you can't give credence to someone who doesn't know what the hell they're talking about Hmm. and and so uh, Van Der needs to understand that what you hear out there is nothing but white noise. Mm-hmm. You know, don't that's right. don't yes pe- yes people yes people are glad that's why I say glad that he's gone. They're saying that they didn't think he was that good and they, they're um they uh uh left to their opinions and that is great. But you can't let that determine what your outlook all is on on America itself or your all your cowboy sports fans. These are guys that are probably not even sports fans, they're probably guys they're not probably not even American. They probably don't even live here. They're probably some kind of, they got this, all, all this crap going on. Yeah. So you don't know what's going on. I, I I I hate that that hurts him like that because he's, that's Jay, that's his buddy. That's his friend. He knows Jalen has family and I really empathize with what he's saying. And I, I I applaud him for that. But man, that's just life in the NFL. And and don't all that other stuff that's going on, all that media stuff that's going on, not media stuff, but all the Internet stuff and the, the comments and all that, stay away from that, man. Don't even read that crap because it, it, it has no value to what the Dallas Cowboys are doing and to, to Jalen's life itself. So let me give you one example before we have to hit a break here of uh,
0: what happens even in the newspaper business. So in 1991, you guys remember when the Dallas Times-Herald went out of business, And we found out uh, the morning of the Cowboys game uh, at Texas Stadium against the Saints. And it was basically, this is our last edition. Uh, We're going out of business. We've been bought out by the Dallas Time Morning News. And so, basically, we did our jobs. Uh, After the game, we hung out in the locker room a little longer than normal uh, just because we didn't know what was next in our lives, right? What's going to happen? You had no place to go. No place to go, <laughs> and so we waited till we waited till Jimmy came out of the uh, the coach's locker room, right? And we didn't know if he knew, but he did know. They told him what happened, and so he looked at us and he gives us this kind of sheepish grin, and he goes, "Well, whatever." Now you know what coaches feel like when they get fired.
2: (laughs) And, he's got some nerve. I know. But, Look, and wait. I this guy fired the kicker because he had <laughs> asthma. Jimmy's out. Come on, man. He got that some nerve. That was his, his way.
0: It, that was his way of making some common sense out of it. Like, okay, it happens in other businesses. You lose your job. You know, it's like, thanks,
2: Jimmy. We'll yeah, see ya. <laughs> that's, you. That's very
1: good. Yeah. He always has such a soft heart. Yes. Yes. Uh, he did. All
2: right. We yes, can, he does. Yeah, he's such a soft guy.
1: <laughs> all right. We continue with more mixed shots in a moment
2: at Smoothie King we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals smoothie king uses only whole fruits and organic veggies you'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors colors or preservatives and unlike some other smoothie places there are zero grams of added sugar and many of our blends smoothie king is proud to be the official smoothie of the dallas cowboys place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery smoothie king rule the day
1: hey cowboys fans ready to spice up your next watch party
0: Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United presented by Globe Life starting at just 20 bucks. Join now and get your fan pack, exclusive benefits, and more. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United for details and to join today. All right. Uh,
1: clearing up one more thing on Jalen here as far as it being a quote-unquote uh, money move and, and because what we talked about earlier about fifth day of the new year, next year. Uh, which would be in March, uh, his contract would become guaranteed for next year. His salary for next year was nine. Nine point two 9.2 million. All right. The cap charge that the Cowboys owe next year on the cap is six point eight million. For the dead money. For the dead money. And so basically you're looking at a difference of two point four million dollars right there. Right. So you don't have him and you're paying your cap charge six point eight million. Whereas uh and so I look at it that way that that this was this was, they have better players to play right now. Right. It's a it's a it's how was he playing yep. more than a than a money move because you're basically it's two point four million dollars difference is right. all it is.
0: And yeah. I, and I and I think from their standpoint, chances were the way he was playing now probably wasn't going to make the team. Right. So, uh, but. You know, and and, the other and thing, and,
1: and, and had he had some sort of surgery, like a wrist surgery, right. like he had exactly. this past and year, was and he couldn't pass a physical on the fifth day, mm-hmm. then you're on the hook for nine point two million instead right. of the six point eight million,
0: and that's where the trust factor comes in, also. By the way, mm-hmm. you got to cover
1: yourself. So, so it's a two point four million dollar difference, right. is what it is. Exactly.
2: Yeah. And and so, I but, mean, when you look at where they're trying to go right now, it's two spags. You they don't see themselves getting better defensively with him going forward. You know, right. he, he was hurting them as a defense, which, you know, when they're trying to make moves and now the pressure's on, they see how good they are, uh, you know, th- tough decisions have to be made. I'm sure that's kind of how it came down. Uh, but before you guys move on to that, and once again, I missed a lot of yesterday, uh so, what was coach's explanation? What did did he even talk about uh, the timeliness of it? I mean, I, I never did hear you guys. It, it really was
1: more that that through four games, where you see this defense is right now after four games, this was the time to do it. Basically.
0: And what and what our and what yeah. our system was. Yeah. And it was right. more of a a big picture move than. A, the and, and, that, and that
1: takes into account how the other players are playing, you know. And as Mickey said off the top, you're getting Keanu Neal back. You want Van Der Esch to play. You know, Van Der Esch had 40 snaps last week. Oh. Uh, Jalen had 28 snaps. I mean, and uh, here's the other part of it. Even. For, uh, Here's a guy, Jalen, who's been a starter. I mean, even all of last year, he was playing every snap on defense last year. Right. He was never coming off the field. Yeah. And now, even with this game against the Giants, if you're making decisions on who's going to play based on how, they've, how they're playing and how they've earned their snaps, he wasn't going to play any. With the guys that were coming back this week, with Keanu Neal coming Keanu, back, yeah, playing right, in the and with Parsons now Parsons, able to take on the full linebacker. plate at linebacker, sixty-eight snaps last week, um, and 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 so then you have sort of an awkwardness in your locker room that okay, here's a guy who's been a starter, been a captain, you know, and he's now he's not playing at all. In, in, especially when he's not contributing on, on special teams. Even he can be the, the best trooper in the world, best team guy in the world, but there's still a certain awkwardness with that in the locker room.
2: No, no, absolutely. You, 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 have, to know, yeah, you have to know that with his uh, lack of – you can see that the snaps were, were dwindling, like you guys were saying, and uh, it leading in, into the, uh, the attitude that you talked about, uh, Spags on the field. Maybe they were like, they've been waiting. You know, it's been an awkwardness in the waiting because they could see his snaps dwindling. They could, you know, it's like the uncomfortable thing in the the big elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, Jalen's Jalen's numbers are going down. He's not playing well. They can see it on the film itself. Right. His scores are probably going down. And once it was finally done, they're like, yeah, we can kind of see that coming. And really, no, they, no ridicule. It, it was just, yeah, that's right. And, and they really—they
1: they gave him every opportunity. Four games where you know, and with Neal out a couple of games, you know, to, to see what you can do. And uh, the film don't lie.
0: So we move on, <clears throat> and let me give you a little update on the injuries the Cowboys were dealing with yesterday. Uh, They had, uh, what, three guys that did not practice. We knew about Donovan Wilson not being ready to go. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott uh, was given the day. He had a little bit of a uh, sore knee. He said it got significantly better from Monday to Wednesday. Uh, But they gave him a day, and today he was actually out there in pads. I'm going to guess they're going to list him as limited, uh, but he did – Uh, He did a significant amount during the individual drills, and they said if all that went well, he would get into some team. And uh, Amari Cooper was given a day yesterday, his hamstring, and basically uh, he, he was talking today, and he was out there in pads, and I would imagine maybe limited. He didn't do every snap in team, but I bet he did enough. Uh, and then Dorrance Armstrong is still out, uh, did not practice. Uh, Trayvon Diggs uh, wasn't even on the injury report, so whatever that back tightness was, must have loosened up in two days. Uh, So he's good to go. Um, (laughs) Kelvin Joseph working on the cord, so that was good to see, as was Cooper and uh, Zeke during the special teams uh, portion of practice. So uh, from an injury standpoint, it looks like they're doing pretty good. And it's hard to tell with the Giants, you guys. Uh, they had six guys that didn't practice yesterday, but it was a walkthrough practice. So that was basically an estimation of what might or might not happen. But four of those guys were considered uh, starters, Jabril Pepper, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, and and oh, actually Andrew Thomas and Leonard Williams, so five. Um, so anyway... And what I've read about Andrew Thomas, he's coming around. You know, he was the fourth pick in the draft last year. He was coming around at the end of last year, too. At the end of last year, Mm -hmm. and they're really pretty happy. Uh, And if we want to spend a little time on the Giants, uh, I think the guy that's really come around is Daniel Jones. Uh, He obviously played his best game probably of his career uh, against the Saints in in what he did. He completed 28 of 40 passes for 402 yards. That was a career high. Uh, He averaged 10 yards an attempt and a quarterback rating of 108.5. So uh, that was probably his best game. And then... Because he had a good game, that meant Jason Garrett had a good game as an offensive coordinator, right? Mr. Conservative, they were worried that uh, Jason wasn't (laughs) flamboyant enough with his play calls. Uh, And so uh, they they were kind of down on him. But I see in that game that uh, he, he must have called a screen pass to Saquon Barkley. That went for 54 yards. It was
1: actually uh, it was like uh, like a wheel route a down wheel the sideline. Okay. It was down the side, streaking down the sideline. Yeah, because they was Downfield. he was getting
0: credit for a screen that he threw. I assumed it was that, and then there was the 52 yarder to John Ross, I believe. Mm. Uh, so they had some very big mm-hmm. plays in that game, uh, and and uh, when you looked at uh, uh, Barkley. Uh, He had 126 yards from scrimmage against the Saints. They totaled 485, their most since 2017 for the Giants. So it looks like they're improving. And I think the the point is don't let one in three record cloud your opinion of where the Giants are right now.
2: Yeah, they're 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 improving at one in three. They're they're one in three with a bullet, isn't that how they say it, guys?
1: that's that's a good one <laughs> they I mean they could easily be two and two if a guy doesn't jump off sides on a on a uh, field goal attempt by Washington a few weeks ago and uh, then you can also take into account the Atlanta game they lost on a last second field goal in that game too they had a lead in uh, blew it in that game Um and, in fact, uh, I think Adoree Jackson dropped an interception, a potential interception that would have sealed the deal in that game, too. Right. So, yeah. Um, didn't, but, didn't,
2: the, didn't the wide receiver miss a touchdown? I think he dropped a touchdown yep, in the game yep, as well. That's I thought a, I saw a wide yep. receiver drop something.
1: Yeah, that was another one, too. Uh, and, they, uh, you know, they've improved their wide receiver core from what they had last year. Uh, you know, last year they had Sterling Shepherd and Darius Slayton. They were they're both hurt last week. We'll see if they'll be able to play this week or not not, but they uh, they signed Kenny Galladay in the offseason, they drafted Kadarius Toney in the first round, and he had his first game against the Saints where uh, he uh, actually... Uh, had, had some really good production. He had six catches for 78 yards. Uh, and Isaiah Stanback did a little segment for uh, the coach's show that we just did on the uh, Telestrator segment with him. He showed some of the uh, creativity that Jason Garrett is showing. How about that? That's, uh, it was a little comeback route on a, <laughs> uh, that was a very uh, quarterback-friendly pass to Kadarius Toney and a lot of yards after catch that he illustrates on there. Uh,
0: and but, I'll tell you what. When I saw the Giants take Tony, I said, oh, boy, that's a great pick because I watched enough of him at Florida, and, boy, that guy's no joke. Right. I mean, you got to watch out for him. And
1: keep in mind what they did on that was, if you remember on draft day, the Cowboys, of course, traded with the Eagles, traded down two spots. Eagles moved up, took Devontae Smith. Giants were picking next. And since Devontae Smith was off the board, uh, they traded back. With Chicago, Chicago took Justin Fields, and the Giants, by trading back, picked up another first, and they picked up Kadarius Tony. And so they probably had their eyes on uh, Devontae
0: Smith, and had Tony ranked right behind him. Probably he reminds me a little bit of Debo Samuel, mm-hmm. and maybe a little bit of Ceedee Lamb. The bit the, their ability to run with the football oh, after Lord. you get it in Those, their
2: hands. That, that combination is not good. But he's smaller.
0: <laughs> but he's smaller than somebody that now.
2: big yeah. and. and
0: <laughs> he's smaller this is
1: this oh is a God. Jordan this is a Jordan Lewis assignment
2: yeah
0: yeah absolutely and and, and maybe a safety over the top too mm. by the way
2: so yeah, they'll have their hands. You better with put those somebody procedures. with some bricks in his pocket on that dude. I don't right. know if Jordan has enough bricks in his pocket for <laughs> somebody like what you're talking about. Well, where to get go a little bit bigger? Let's let's put J. Ron on him. Let's put no, Craig no, no. He,
1: he's a smaller guy, <laughs> and, and yeah, no, just because uh, Mickey mentioned CD, yeah. he uh, he's not that big. Yeah, he's not that big, but he's he's a he's a good uh, shifty God. shifty Woo. slot guy. Uh, with some moves, uh, and, and, and what he's talking about, what Mickey's talking about, is yards after the catch, the ability that CD has to yes, run after the catch, and, not so and, much, yeah. Body and, type. and Debo Samuel yes. and too. Samuel too. Yeah, that's right.
0: this guy, this guy can scoot. Let me tell you. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to watch out for him.
1: Keep, and keep in mind, remember last year when uh, Garrett came in here and uh, he showed a little creativity down on the goal line. Uh, I believe it was uh, tight end Evan Ingram on a little tight end end around to score a touchdown. The First touchdown of the game, I think. and
0: uh, Well, you know what? That's funny you bring that up because the sarcastic remark I saw in one of the New York area newspaper was, yeah, he's getting a little bit more creative than Evan Ingram on a tight end to ride. <laughs> <laughs> But I remember thinking Sometimes that. Sometimes you can't win, right? That's right. right.
1: <laughs> I remember thinking that when it happened. I'm like, oh, you can tell Garrett, Garrett is fired up about this return home. He wants to, he hears all this love given to Kellen Moore on his creative play calling and.
2: Oh, that has got to be burning him up, guys. That's funny you brought that up, Bill. I'm i I'm sure. Like like Gene Staller said, that just chaps my ass. That's pretty much what he's thinking. I can hear Gene saying that with that
0: deep draw of his. Oh, uh, you know, well, that just chaps my ass. And you know what the other thing, um when we were talking about, and not to go back to Jalen, but one of the other things I think we were pointing out without saying, you don't need a progress stopper. If he's not going forward, you don't want to stop somebody else. And I think the natural reaction from everybody was, well, okay, now we're going to see Jabril Cox. Well, McCarthy was asked about That's it yesterday. That's what I was going to ask yeah, you about Yeah, and, 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 and McCarthy was asked about it yesterday. And he didn't give that a huge endorsement. Like, oh yeah, now he's going to get a whole bunch of snaps. He basically said, well, yeah, uh, he's getting better, uh, and you know, it's there's a lot of competition to get on that 48-man game day roster, and right now he's he's doing a, a better job on special teams. And he kind of left it at that. So there was no suggestion that suddenly Jabril Cox is going to spring forward and be a starting linebacker. They like Leighton Vanderish. And I can't emphasize that enough. I like Leighton Vanderish. Even when this season started, I said, you know, we don't know yet what Parsons is going to do, but this guy's the best linebacker on the team. And uh, I think they finally coming around to that opinion of him.
1: That's the irony of what Layton is talking about. And he's, he, he hurts because his friend is no longer on the team, but it's actually going to benefit Layton because now he's going to have more, more snaps. snaps. Yeah.
0: And, you know, and the other thing is, from a salary cap standpoint for next year, you know, they would like to re-sign him if they could afford him. They would like to re-sign Michael Gallup if they can afford him. They would like to re-sign Randy Gregory if they can afford him. Uh, So you need to start looking, as they said, big picture. It's not all about the cap now. It's about planning for the future, too. And if you weren't going to keep him around, then there was no sense keeping him around and chancing the injury happening that would guarantee the contract next year. All right. Time to take another break. It's
2: funny when you talk about oh, – no, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Bill.
1: All but right, that's, that's and that's Everson about. has something yeah. very – Very important, important to very say, Very important right? that he's <laughs> about to say next here no, on Mixed
4: Shots. and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole
1: and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo, Kiero, Yo, Kiero, guacamole. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are, whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot. Book a place to stay on hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys.
3: Back back, back. to
0: mixed shots. Energize your next event with an appearance by the world-famous Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. Ignite your audience and create personalized moments for all. To book America's Sweethearts for your next event, visit DallasCowboyCheerleaders.com slash appearances.
1: Very well done once again, Mickey Spagnola. Okay, we have just uh, about five minutes left here, and how about an update on the Lyle Collins situation? As uh, I quit law school after
0: one month <laughs> because it so gave you tired it head. It gives me tired head. I cannot follow this. And so, Mickey, would you please explain uh, what listen, is going on? I'm reading as much as I can, and it sounds pretty confusing. That you know, they've had an appeal going on after the. Appeal was overturned by the NFL uh, and ended up uh, what was going to be a two-game suspension. They gave him a five-game suspension. Uh, and now they're appealing to try to get him back as soon as possible, meaning uh, to try to get back for those final two games. So I heard people saying, well, what, what's, why go through the trouble? You already served three-game suspension. You're probably, even if they overturn it, you're not playing this week, so that's like a four-game suspension. And then you only got one game left after that, and then there's the bye. You might not play uh, until the next week. Well, here's the bottom line on this thing. Not only is he suspended, he is suspended without pay. So there's a monetary hey, figure thank you. in there <laughs> that if I can get two more games of payback, uh, then uh, you know I'll take that. And if I file suit against the NFL, which I don't – does anybody ever win that? Uh, then maybe I get all five games of then payback. Then he'll get all his money back. Right? And that's, that's right. what they're after. Right. So it's not so much, oh, they're helping out the Cowboys. No, they're helping out the bottom line. Uh, And that's what this is all about right now. So it's in a court case now uh, in Collin County. And the last thing I read, the judge that was going to hear this, was the judge that um, overturned the decision uh, of the NFL on Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, in 2017, I believe it was. Yes, it was.
1: Uh, Amos the III. Yes,
0: and then that case ended up in some sort of appeals court in New Orleans, and that case and that court ruled in favor of the NFL. So his six-game suspension uh, withstood. So anyway, that's what's going on right now in the legalese world, and I understand why Bill left the law. <laughs> For future, <laughs> it wasn't, I wasn't in the law profession yet. I, literally, future.
1: literally, Everson, I made it through one month of uh, law school without ever getting called on in class. But I knew, I knew it was going to happen sooner rather than later, and so I better get out while the getting's good. And so I, I went to Lubbock, Texas, and became hey, a sportscaster, a story. making making in twelve thousand dollars a year
2: instead. <laughs> I, I, after I retired, uh, mm-hmm. I had an opportunity to be a you know, money manager and get into all those stocks and all that kind of stuff. Sounded so sexy, you know, back in the 90s, mid-90s. And I had all kinds of opportunities. They gave me a tutor and everything. I know numbers. You know, I'm a numbers guy. I, I, I think I, I took this Series 6 exam is what they call it. I flunked it twice, Bill. I flunked it <laughs> twice. Right? This is not for me. This is not for me. I, oh, it was such a disappointment. That's one of the things I, I say, you know what? I think I dodged a bullet there because I would have been way over my head. It happens. I had a college roommate that flunked an accounting
0: class twice. And he was taking it a third time, right? <laughs> and it was the same professor. And before the final exam, the professor oh. the professor called him in and said, Look, can you just get a D? I'll give you a D and you can pass, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and i think he passed with the d the third time oh man sometimes numbers don't make sense to
2: people uh, we all we know our limitations we sp- know our limitations
1: speaking of numbers do you know how much what what is lyle's per game
0: i that's what right. i i didn't write down but okay. he's he's i think he's probably lost oh boy it's got to be close to 100,000 right It's not more. It's got to be more than that. Like two. Well, okay.
1: I I called up his. I called up his. uh, Now his base salary. Okay. I mean, because I guess he redid his contract, or it was part of his contract. It it, he's at basically a veteran minimum amount, one point one million. Yeah, but he's
0: probably already been paid. Part of that. Right. Okay. So basically.
1: I mean, at 1.1 million, that's like sixty-two thousand dollars a game. So for five games, it's like three hundred ten thousand dollars total. Sixty-four and four. So I mean, you, you divide it by 18 weeks now, don't you? Yeah, 18. I did
0: 17. Yeah. So you're right. Yeah. So times four. Times five, five weeks. Five weeks. What did yeah. you get? Uh, it's three hundred ten thousand. Yeah, I was going to say two eighty. Okay. So you're you're okay. in the ballpark. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. So and two more. Now you're getting into four hundred thousand, right?
1: Well, I mean, no, it was sixty per per week. It was sixty thousand or so. Oh, okay. Based on the one point one million dollar salary, whatever. Yeah, and Still, it's, I mean, it's significant. So money. he's
0: lost that much already. Yeah, and you would so have he, two more weeks to go. Yeah, no, no, my that total was for a five. Oh, you suspension. did five. Yeah, okay. Yeah. all right.
1: So, anyway, it's so it's about one hundred eighty thousand is what he, or close to one hundred ninety thousand he's missed out on right now. Right. So. And you know it. it's still That's so
2: funny he's a guy with that kind of talent and he's kind of making like obviously minimum wage so No, but he already got the at signing bonus. He's not bonus. making big money.
0: No, he already made the big money. He made the big
1: money that the way the contract for salary cap purposes the contract is where he, he's got his bonus money and now the week to week he makes this. See,
0: sometimes it's very profitable to restructure. Cuz right. you get your money ahead of time. That's right. right. That's, now, unlike when, the When did he restructure? It uh, 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 was last year, maybe? Okay. I don't think it was this year, was it? Okay, so it wasn't. I think it
1: was last year. Or it wasn't with this looming that, okay, we can, or maybe it we was can offset some of this looming yeah. suspension. No, here. they,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, it's been looming since last year. Yeah, so
1: there you right? go. So, so that, sure that was an exactly added, added incentive right. to go ahead and restructure. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh oh. I mean, I as if. I see you, Bill. I, I see you, Bill. Unless, unlike the rest of us that have
0: to work for our money and then get paid, it's
1: not like. Like you need any incentive they're offering I mean you've already you're getting the money you're just getting it up front now and so uh it's you don't need any more incentive than that yeah I'll ta- I'll go ahead and take that money up front yeah, yeah. absolutely all right we're out of time on this so edition of mix shots tomorrow
0: we're going to discuss maybe a little bit more on Dak returning to the scene of okay. the injury with uh the New York Giants in town who yep. the team he got hurt against and it's going to be uh, one year almost to the day. Yep. 365 is tomorrow, right? Uh, it's Sunday. Or, no, Saturday. Because Sunday or Monday. Sunday would be the, the a, a year and a day, right? Now, Monday would be the anniversary. No, it would be on the, on the 11th. But if you're counting days, right? 364 days. 365. <laughs> Okay, we'll figure that out by tomorrow at one thirty. Last we Sunday, counts.
1: for our next edition, and Everson, we will see you tomorrow as well. And we missed you yesterday with yes, your sir. signature sign off. As we come back tomorrow for another edition of Mix Shots.
2: Go
0: Cowboys. Oh, we
2: we're waiting
0: go. for it. This has been a
4: production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys? Yeah!